We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. I'm Adam Zedroy, joined by Ryan Belongi. Today we are discussing Wednesday's three-game World Cup slate at DraftKings. We currently have the Mexico-Poland game going on right now. It's scoreless slate in the match. Ryan, I guess I want to bring up here. So in the main, in the main, you know, $5 single entry double up contest, we saw Christian Eriksen was only 65%. Uh, I'm not sure what the reason for it was. Can you, what are the thoughts on this? Do you think it's because more people went heavy on France to where like they didn't have enough money to spend on Ericsson or what was the reason for this? Well, I mean, it must've been what else, what else could be the reason? I mean, I don't see how you could ever fade Ericsson here. So like, I guess the reason is just people don't really know what they're doing, which is, (laughs) which is, you know, we, we say, and the, the train didn't play Erickson, right? You know, there's a train that's always in these cash games and they play, you know, what I would say is suboptimal. And I mean, he, very optimal suboptimal. lineup, you know. I, yeah, I just don't see how you can ever fade Erickson. I know it's a good spot for France, but it's a good spot for Erickson. And, you know, what did he put up? Like a 19 point floor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be, he, he could have done, yeah, he could have done better. He didn't even have a goal or an assist. I mean, right. Yeah, that was kind of, that's puzzling, you know. You expected it to be 90%, right? Yeah, at least. I mean, it was... Yeah. I feel like at the end of our conversation yesterday, in terms of cash games, I was almost leaning on, like, Christian Erickson is the must, whereas yeah, I would probably put him as a must more than the France guys, uh, just in terms of cash games. But, I mean, granted, yeah, pretty we, much. We, we put all the France guys in our... We put Griezmann and Mbappe in our team as well, but... Yeah, that's another thing, too. You know, we're doing this podcast like, you know, right when the slate comes out, this is the first time I looked at it. Like yesterday was it was the first time I looked at it when we did the podcast. And I said, you know, it might be tough to fit all three of them in. And I don't know. And maybe you can play some Denmark guys. And then, you know, in the morning, I wake up and really spend time on the slate a couple hours, you know, looking at every player at every team, you know, finding the leaked lineups figuring out who's going to start, who I can take a chance on. And then, you know, it became pretty easy to see that you just play the big three and there's going to be enough value. You don't have to worry about like the Zelenskys or 
opening up a defender or or whoever else, any of the Denmark forwards. So I mean, when that happens, you know, we'll be we're in Discord, you know, telling people if mm-hmm. we change our minds. So yeah, I think one of the big things was so we had the Tunisia lineup, and that was like uh, pretty much your entire team was sub four K. Kazri wasn't in there, and you could pretty much get whoever you wanted from that team. They had a couple really cheap wing backs. They had Slaman, Ben Slaman in there, who was figured to take set pieces. So we had all these options that would allow us to go high. And um, that, I mean, that's, we're not always going to get that. That was the first match of the slate. So it made it a little easier to, to plug in our, our lineups like that. But I mean, we still have in this one, the reason I brought up was the Erickson point was we have something here to where I think there are two musts on this slate. And we have a we have Kimmich and um, Kevin De Bruyne here in midfield. I think mm-hmm. in cash games, those guys, you know, no brainer. Plug them into your cash lineups. Is that is that correct? Yeah, definitely. I don't even. Yeah, right. I wouldn't even give it. My, I wouldn't even give it much thought. This is like so. Erickson was ten point five k today, uh, as I believe a smaller favorite than what Germany and Belgium are in these matches. So you put that into the equation, uh, De Bruyne more attacking already. So he already has, he has more upside probably than, than a Kimmich does than Erickson to at some extent there. So we throw that in there. These guys are cheaper than what we had with Erickson today. I'm, I'm just wondering, are these guys going to be as popular as we think they are? If Erickson's only 65% in, in a spot like that, are these guys going to be, they should both be, you know, 80 plus percent, but. Is there going to be, are they going to be below that? It's just kind of, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, I don't we're know. Learning, you're, you're fig- we're, still, we're still learning about the public, about how the public plays the World Cup to see what they do. Uh, it almost seems like maybe they're just looking at the biggest favorite and plugging in as many guys as they can, like for France. So, yeah. Um, you figure this time I would be, you know, I'd expect them both to be 90%. Yeah. I mean, there's there, I mean, what else are you going to do? really the thing <laughs> right. we'll get into these other positions but it's like you know in terms of cash what else are you gonna do um you know spain 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 are the biggest favorite and they're in the best spot pretty good spot against costa rica um so you know obviously kimmich kimmich and de bruyne are expensive and you don't have any money on spain yet so that's that. You know, I think people, I guess, could try to fit in a lot of Spain guys, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think one Spain guy is probably a must, whether it's whether it's uh, Sarabia or Danny Almo, whoever starts, whichever the left-footed set-piece taker starts. I think you'll want to get him in, even if it's Sarabia. Like I would put him as the third midfielder, just Kimmich, De Bruyne, and Sarabia, and then then I would go make my lineup. All right. Yeah, that's that's kind of I where... mean, we'll see. Like, that's just my first thought. Like, I, I haven't even looked at these other midfielders, but, I mean, Sarabia is a pretty good play if he starts at 7,400, so I would want to do that. That's kind of where I'm at. So the thing with forward is we have a mispriced, I guess, Bacuayi here, uh, 6,100. He has the second mm-hmm. best odds of score on the slate, Lukaku's out. Lukaku's eighty two hundred. So basically, Batshuayi should be about eight k, and instead he's sixty one hundred. And I 
think because of that, we're going to see, you know, he's going to be over 50%. He's going to be very popular. He's cheap. He allows you to go high at midfield. So I think, you know, you, you just lock him in. It's almost like it's kind of what we were saying with Harry Kane for yesterday's state. It's like, well, he's going to be so popular. He's, you know, a central forward. He's second most likely to score on the slate. If he scores, maybe you're screwed. Um, but you kind of want that piece. And, like, where else are you going? That's that's the other part of it. Where where else do you want to go it for? Because do you want to spend – if Murata starts, do you want to spend 7800 on him and, you know, maybe not get Sarabia or something like that in your utility? So it just seems like Batshuayi should be the first forward into your lineup. Uh, yeah, I think I agree. You know, as funny as it sounds, he doesn't have much <laughs> right. of a floor, but he's cheap and – yeah, good good goal scoring odds. And you know, in terms of forward, I don't, you know, if 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 there's no Danny Almo, I don't think there's any forwards on this slate that take set pieces. Um and it, I don't think there's any with like a I get, you know, considerably high floor. Um I think some people, you know, we've just seen what people do. Some people will see Murata if he starts as the the only player on the slate that's favored to score and they'll play him in cash. Let's um, hope so. Yeah, let's hope so. You know, for 7,800, I don't think it's the worst play, but it's not something that, that I would do. I actually like um, if Farron Torres started, I actually like Torres more than Murata. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay too. Um, but I don't think you're going to play any Germany forwards in cash, right? No, it's they're all kind of too expensive. And I mean, the one thing, if you look through this Germany lineup, there are there are questions. We actually don't even know if Havertz is going to be the the central striker here. Like, there's been rumors of Full Krog starting up front for him, and without Timo Werner, who was their I don't know their their guy up front. But we'll see what this lineup looks like. Um, I think Mueller will is pretty set to start, but. All these guys are a little too expensive. Who um, takes pens for Germany? Who takes pens for Germany? I assume. Let me see. We got. I mean, Gunduan. I think with that lineup, it'd be either Gunduan or Muller. Muller. Yep. Yeah, I just, you know, that's something that I will check later. Uh, you know, I'll t- say for tournaments especially, it's becoming pretty clear that you're going to want to play penalty kick takers. I mean. These are the softest penalties I've ever seen. And there's been like four or five of them already that went on Lewandowski. I mean, if you touch a guy's shirt, it's a penalty. I mean, we've seen a bunch of them on corner kicks already. You never would see those called in the Premier League. I mean, never. You know, they don't even go to VAR. But you say that, but there was like two late in the in the Denmark match where it's like, are they actually going to call these? And, and they didn't end up doing it. Which I saw is, which I saw nice, the one but... where that was the first time I'd seen the ref uh, go to the screen and then <laughs> wave it off. I mean, right. that one would have been ridiculous, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely something. So, I don't know. I'm going to consider penalty kick takers more than more than I have in the past. Yeah, again, we have the corner set piece and penalty taker articles on our site. You need a subscription for that, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. But, um, I mean, I could read off who's all taking the the PKs right now, but uh, we don't have to. So I I will say for forward, there is a possibility we have a situation where it's uh, 
So Junior Hoylet for Canada. He started in Canada's Friendly a few days ago, and all the Canadian Twitter media was like, this guy is awesome on set pieces. We need him in the World Cup to take corners and set pieces for us. So it seems like he's going to start. And if he starts, he may actually have corners over Alfonso Davies. Um, so that yeah. is something to think about. But again, this is the third match we're talking about. And he's 71. Have we heard like, have we heard anything more about Davies? Like, is he going to start? I know I'm, they said I'm, like he's not quite 100%, but I'm pretty sure he's going to start based off some yeah, okay. quotes. That's what I thought too. Mm -hmm. So then, like, I would pretty much expect him and Hoylet to split like almost 50 50. It just depends where the set piece is pretty much so 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 yeah that's something to consider I, I shouldn't have said there's no guys on here that take sets um in terms of that though they are underdogs and yeah you know, 7100 for Hoylet is not something I <laughs> right. want to do in cash you know this might sound kind of funny but you you could pay down it forward there's not like many great options but I don't really mind Jonathan David for 5,700. You just figure that he's going to play 90 minutes and, you know, he's their best chance to score and he's going to take shots. And I'm not sure. Maybe he takes penalties. I kind of think he would take penalties unless Davies does. Yeah, it's Davies. I don't know. It's Davies? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think it's the worst move. Like, if th there's nothing else at forward. Would you prefer David over something cheaper like Maeda for Japan? If he starts up front, because he's thirty eight hundred. Um, yeah, that might be better if if you need the money, because like David's not a good cash player or anything. I, I mm -hmm. didn't know there was some someone like Maeda. Yeah, there are. Um, there, I mean, there are a fine. few Japan guys down here. It's just we'll see. I mean, what you saw what the Tunisia guys did today. That both guys <laughs> under three K scored eight points, and I think <laughs> yeah. they both scored eight points actually. Four points, right? Eight floor points. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of these matchups, the mm -hmm. in terms of these matchups, I think that these Je Japanese guys and these Canadian guys, these are they're all in play because uh, I think these matches are going to be a little more up and down, a little more high scoring than I mean it's so it shows in the odds here, but I I want to point out that it feels like maybe it doesn't feel like but so the Spain Costa Rica match this is like. In, in, you can compare it to Manchester City games in the Premier League. So Manchester City, you know, 70, 80% possession. The other team gets two shots off, maybe something off off of a counterattack, that kind of thing. That's kind of implied here in the odds. You can see the clean sheet win percentage. Uh, Costa Rica implied goal total is 0.53. You're basically avoiding every Costa Rican player unless you unless you consider their goalkeeper. Is that what you're kind of thinking too? I mean, absolutely. I wouldn't even consider a Costa Rica player besides their keeper. Mm -hmm. You hit it on the head. It's it's like a Man City game right there. Right. There's like, even though their their guys are cheap, this is not like Tunisia against Denmark. This is this is Spain who controls seventy plus right. percent possession. No, they're against... not as good as normally. They're not as good as scoring goals as like a Man City or Liverpool. But yeah, they right. are gonna dominate that game in terms of possession. Yeah, so we don't really have to talk about them until goalkeepers. So does anyone else actually <laughs> stand out? I mean, we no, I mean, forwards the, the weakest is not spot. much, right? Yeah, um, 
forwards the weakest spot. So it's like Batuai and, you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you be able to get up to Ferran Torres, maybe Danny Almo, I would play for 7,600 if he starts. Mm -hmm. So for midfield, we got De Bruyne, we got Kimmich, we got uh, Sarabia. So, so, I mean, that's cash right there. That's cash. We don't, does anything really have to be mentioned here? I, I actually, yeah. Like it, are there any other good plays? Like, I didn't really look <clears throat> below here because it's like, what else? Why, why am I looking down here when I don't have to? Right. So if, just looking at like the favorites, um, hazards going to start, it seems like for 5k, and, you know, that's, that's more of a tournament play, but you know, <laughs> I don't know, you know, like, what do you think? Um, not hazard. We, we saw him at 5k for like Real Madrid and people played him and it was a bad idea, but I, yeah, I guess it's I, yeah right. And, that's, I that, that's, that, that's my point. Like it's a good tournament play at that price, but I don't think you'd want to do that for cash. Um, I think for utility, you could look if you like spent up maybe. Yeah. Like let's just say forwards. Danny almost starts, say Danny almost starts. So you're not going to play Sarabia. You're going to need um, a, a somebody. You're going to well, need a, another mid. Or a, I was still looking at a Spanish player because Pedri is forty three hundred down here. Yeah, that good. That yeah, that's exactly who I was going to bring up. So yeah. I think Pedri is the other guy you could consider in cash, just because he's forty three hundred. That's just too cheap. Yeah, I mean he's maybe the third option on set pieces, but you don't even need him because I mean he's forty three hundred. Spain are going to be in the attacking third. The majority of the match so like he's going to get opportunities to to make the score sheet so i mean you're getting him at 4300 yeah i mean so look at that lineup <clears throat> who's first choice who's first choice right-footed set taker it's either him or farron can't nobody else it might be pedri yeah i think it'd be for That's this lineup i, I gotta it, check out it will jordy elba yeah, he's so, left-footed, though. You know, Sarabia is left-footed. Danny almost left-footed. So, you know, Pedri might take a couple. Yeah. Yeah, I think – well, yeah. Yeah, I looked at a recent game where all those guys played, and Pedri – It doesn't won. matter, though. Like, right, right. you know, Spain in these – in tournaments in the last Euros, a bunch of guys would sort of take sets. You know, mm -hmm. Koke would take one here. Jordi Alba would take. But Sarabia usually takes a few – at least. And, and same with Danny Almo. Those are the two I'd be the most confident in. Yeah. Um, okay. We mentioned Gundogan on, in, on PKs for Germany, 7,200, not in the cash conversation. The, so we got Carrasco for Belgium. People always, you know, fall into this trap of Belgium wingbacks. And I think that mm -hmm. was a big thing in Euros to where it backfired pretty much every game. I cannot take that route. I'm not going to consider Carrasco. I'm not going to uh, con consider Castagna. If he starts, I don't think Trossard will start, but we'll see. Um, so not considering yeah. those guys. No, me either. Um, Belgium wingbacks. Yeah. Um, the, first, the, the first slate of Euros, Osmo won 100K with Thomas Mounier, who didn't start and came on and scored two goals in the second half. I don't know if you remember <laughs> yeah, that. So yeah. that's what you need to know about Belgian wingbacks. That's how the main slate got won in the Euros two years ago. Well, well Mounier <laughs> um, was probably – he was projected to start, and then he didn't start. But yeah, that's, okay. and the, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, it was yeah. a tear me. Okay. 
Um, uh, Kubo. Yeah, no, you're right. Belgium wingbacks. Uh, Castagna, I think, is a good tournament play at 4,700. But but yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Kubo, maybe split role set pieces for Japan. He's 4,800. You know, I'm just reading names off here. I'm not saying they're. That's not a know, bad price, actually. I thought options. he would be more. Exp- I thought he would be more expensive. Yep. Uh, Buchanan, if he's on the wing for Canada, this is 4,500. Uh, that's yeah. kind of what. I don't want to go that far down here. Busquets, another Spanish I mean, guy, he's 3,500. If we're talking cash, you just play Pedri. I will point range. out if we get this Spanish midfield, like if Busquets and Rodri are both in there, you got to think Pedri is going to get uh, a little more forward than both those guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, that's the lineup. Like, you got to like Pedri in tournaments for you too at that price. Yeah, honestly, he that'd be almost be like an attacking midfield role for him if that's what it is. So he's so good too. Yeah, we'll see what it looks like. I know Koke played a lot in some of these recent matches, and but, I mean, this is just a hard thing to project, so we'll see what the lineups look like. Uh, anything else you want to mention here? I guess Carlos, I'm just having on my screen, Carlos Soler may also start in the midfield. He's 6,400 for Spain. Oh, he would probably take some some of the sets if he yeah. started, right? Yeah, he would um, so, yeah, some he, for sure. He, he'd be okay. That's kind of it. Did I say Kamada already for fifty eight hundred. Yeah, Kamada. He'll probably he'll take at he least half the sets you'd think, yeah. right? Yeah. If yeah, um, not for cash though. You know, tournaments right. is tournaments is fine at that price. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off 
at MVMT.com. All right. So for Defender is is interesting. Defender is interesting. Do you want to do you want to spend up at Defender? And I'm not I'm not even talking Alfonso Davies at 7,500 because yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. So so who do you mean then, Alba or Rom? I would say yeah, Jordy Alba I mean, is there, and I mean that you're looking at Carvajal as well, the other side of yeah. Spain. I don't you know. know have, I don't know. Like though. I haven't checked. I haven't checked Germany set pieces when Kimmich and Rom play together. I mean, does he take any or no? Like I, that's something I, I need to know. Um, but even still, like I don't, I, I don't want to play Rom too though because it's the first game. I don't really want to lock up fifty seven hundred just in case, like on like sort of a fringe play. That's just how I feel right now, I guess. I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how he's been for like club. He's been kind of hit or miss. Like we don't know if he's actually going to get set pieces or not in, in what game. Yeah. When it's he just, does, it's like, not he's something awesome. I do. Right. When he mm-hmm. does, he's awesome. He's great. But do you want to rely on that? Uh, probably not. Let me check what we have here. So Kimmick, Rom. I mean, it actually looks like they have been splitting. So and like so, yeah. If I see that, and then if I look at the games, and I see that Rom plays ninety minutes for Germany, because you know he he sometimes doesn't for club. I don't know what was happening for Germany. Like, I don't know. You'd want to play. My point is, you'd want to play Rom if he plays ninety minutes and split sets. I mean, you'd want to play him, you know. Yeah, because they also got uh, Gunter in that role. Yeah, he has been getting subbed off a bit. Uh, when they're in that up and down three three match against England, he was the defender to come off for Gnabry, maybe. Um, and actually, he came off for Gosens. So Gosens is another guy that can play there. Um, yeah, but yeah. Just, just going through the actual set pieces, like we have Kimmich one, round one, Kimmich one, round one, Kimmich three, round two, Kimmich three, round three. Kind three, of split. Round two. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a split. So that's more of a split than I thought. So would you you do you like him over Alba or do you like him over like a Carvajal? Mm. It's still just worrying because I like him over Carvajal. You're paying but... for maybe three corners and possibly 70 minutes is the is the issue. Like you I'll can you find. What I don't love. What I don't love after hearing that is, I mean, I didn't before, but eighty-seven hundred for Kimmich in tournaments. I mean, no, no chance. Like <laughs> no chance for me. I mean, yeah, he can get an assist or or whatever. He can he can have a good game, but I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Anyway, uh, what, what, what were you saying? I'm not sure what I was saying. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, just in the, compared to De Bruyne and Kimmich, it was like De Bruyne has the upside. Kimmich doesn't really have the upside. You're playing those guys in cash games for their floors. Um, I think Jordan mentioned it in our Discord. Like a lot of people, a lot of the, these public people probably don't know the difference between playing in cash and tournaments. And, you know, they just plug in guys who, you know, they think are going to score. So, you know, Kimmich – Cash only, basically at eighty seven hundred. So, yep, guess we have to me. guess we have to clear that, uh, so people aren't confused. Um, 
Okay, let's go down here. In the what I was looking at, we have the sixty percent, sixty-one percent clean sheet chance for Spain. If you go down, do you just go to the cent, the Spain center backs here? Uh, Eric Garcia for thirty-two hundred. Yep, that, we'd be we... looking at. I mean, obviously, it depends who starts, but we we'd be looking at Garcia thirty-two hundred, Laporte thirty-seven hundred, Torres thirty-nine hundred. I will say because it's a second match. If you have Garcia and zero remaining salary, I would, you know, try to have a, a contingency plan for if that doesn't happen. Uh, so something to, to keep an eye on there. Uh, yeah. Who you would swap out, swap in if Garcia is not the starting center back. So definitely, definitely. Um, that's a good point. You, you want to be paying attention to that a, a, a lot. Like part of what I was doing for this slate was, seeing if I could have, who was it? Who was the 3,800 Mexican Carlos Hernandez or today? Rodriguez. Yeah. Rodriguez. Carlos Rodriguez. Yeah. Carlos Rodriguez. Like I thought it was too risky to, to plan for him. Like it didn't. It, yeah. I don't know. You, you definitely with these staggered starts, you got to plan for when your guys don't start. Yeah. Cause the um, guys who could possibly replace Rodriguez, like a Chavez who was in there, I believe instead of like, Thousands more, you know? Right, right, right. Um, um, otherwise, I don't think anything stands out down here, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, Nicholas Sule is honest, like that game's first, but honestly, he's probably a better play than than uh, Garcia for the same price, just because... You think for the goal he, upside? Yeah, he just has a much better chance to, to score a goal. I, I, I wouldn't, like... I don't really want to lock that in for 3,300, right. but I don't think it's the worst play. Like who, what else are you going to do? Um, well, you got Rudiger as well. If he starts, he's 3,500. Oh yeah. Another beast. So yeah, Garcia be... though is Garcia is probably who I would plan for. You also have this uh, Nagatomo for 3,100 at the fullback for Japan. Yeah. I, I guess the early match too. So yeah, that's not, fullback. that's not terrible. Um, but maybe you want to spend up at one spot. I don't know. Um, I think you want to see lineups. This is another reason, like from the first game, you're just going to play Kimmich. I'm just going to play Kimmich. I'm almost for sure. And then you just have tons of flexibility. You know what your doesn't matter what the Spain lineup is. You're going to be fine. Yeah. As we go down, if Mounier starts for some reason, now he's 4K. So I guess he's in range there. Uh, as yeah, we kinda, you, as you want to play bashing him, him but yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, like, what about Alfonso Davies, 7,500? Tournaments only. Correct? I'm not playing him in that cash lineup, but yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. Do you want to get into just like how we think these matches are going to go a little bit? Um. Yeah. So sure. <laughs> yeah, go go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, just in terms of so this Belgium Canada match, we look at this Belgium back line. If this is what we get, I mean it's probably gonna be something like this. Maybe someone swapped in, swapped out. We got like this DeBoss 19-year-old guy, and then we got two old former Premier League defenders that are not very fast. Belgium don't really have a good back line, a bit slow. Canada kind of focuses on counterattacks and speed with Davies and David kind of uh, Buchanan on the wing. I think both teams are 
going to get opportunities. I think there's going to be goals in this match. I think it's going to be up and down. Um, do you have any other thoughts right there? Go, no, going along I, with I, that, like I think uh, Adekugbe here for Canada usually plays on the wing for him. He's 4,400. I think he'd be a tournament play as well. Yeah, okay, yeah, I like that. Same with him and Buchanan. What are they, similar price? Uh, Buchanan's see. midfield only, yeah, he's 4,500. So oh, right the, the other guy – the other guy's a forward? Well, yeah, because Buchanan, I believe he's at Bruges, it, right? So, Yeah, at Bruges. Um, oh, he's a defender, 4,400. Oh, I see who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, out of Kugbe. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Has he scored any goals for Canada recently? Um, I'm, you know, probably. I mean, I'll say probably. <laughs> 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 Do you have any, th- any other thoughts on that? Or- no, I agree with you about that match. Um. Spain is just going to dominate Costa Rica. Will they score goals? You know, who knows? Maybe. Um, so, you know, don't want any Costa Rica. Definitely, I'm going to want Spain for tournaments, though. At least some. Um, then this Germany-Japan match. Um, I'm not as excited about it as Belgium-Canada. You know, I think, I don't know what you think, but I think Japan will probably have a tough time scoring. I mean, Germany hasn't been as good, good as, like, we're used to thinking of mass. I still think Japan will have a tough time scoring in Germany. You kind of never know which Germany you're going to get. Um, I could see that game being, I don't know, slower paced, I guess a little bit more cagey than the Belgium Canada game. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, there's been, there's been a lot of buzz about Japan and I think I read into that as, so Japan beat USA two nil. I want to say in the summer where they kind of controlled the match and dominated them and so I think that's a reason why we're seeing in like the U.S. media that like okay Japan is is a dark horse kind of a thing like they're they're playing well they're a good team and like they sure maybe they're playing well and playing better than they were in prior yeah. World Cups but this is Germany I mean I I said at the top that this Germany team maybe doesn't have as much depth as we'd expect but. These They're still so, good, though. Look at those names. I mean, these are still you know? good names. I mean, we look at yeah. what Japan had. I mean, I, I do like, like yeah, Yoshida. I don't want to I don't want to undersell <laughs> Germany here. I mean, they got yeah. it. Their total is over two. Um, that game, you know, while all the totals are of the three games are like very similar. The Germany Japan one is the highest. Um, yeah. So like are Germany going to put a couple goals past Japan. Good chance. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I like Yoshida and Tomiyasu and like Endo and Kamada, like these guys, you know, they, they are in real leagues. They are, they do play in Europe. Um, but yeah, the German guys are better. (laughs) Uh, Um, I mean, if this, I've never heard of this Miki Yamani right back that we have projected for Japan. It's just like these. These guys in here, Mina Mino couldn't find a spot at Liverpool, so this is still. So you got to think like a Kimmich and Gunduan midfield, and just like the attacking power that they have is still kind of, still kind of puts them above. But um, I do think that I, I let Japan can score though, and I guess leading up to goalkeeper here, we have an underpriced Unai Simone for Spain at fifty six hundred. Our I'm pl- I think I'm just going to plug him in a cash. He's 62% almost. 
Uh, I mean, we had almost we didn't have this extreme situation on the first slate where Jordan wasn't going with uh, with Pickford there in the first match, but gotta assume that we're playing Simone here for Spain, right? Oh yeah, he's the third cash lock. Gotta be. Yeah. Um, weird to say that about a keeper, but there's just not you know really priorities after those midfielders. So yeah, absolutely, gotta play Simon, Simone whatever you want to call him. He's Spanish. You have a Spanish wife, Unai Simone. <laughs> Unai Simon. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's just it, – the, the confusing part is that he's only 5,600. And Yeah, I can't why, – why is he not 6K like Lloris today? What's going on? There, There's no one on the slate above 9,500. And like, we're getting a $5,600, 62% clean sheet goalkeeper. Like something, yeah, something does make sense. Here. Like, yeah, he's, he's a lock for cash. I think if you don't pay up for him, I think you just go down to the bottom. You go to Keeler, uh, Kaylor Navas, it's 3,600. Correct. Unless do you have any other thoughts on these other guys? Like there's no reason to play the German, the Belgium goalkeepers. There's no reason for that, but yeah, I, probably I mean, if you, if you're, if you're not going to play him, probably just unregister cash. <laughs> Ouch. 100%. You know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in tournaments, though, even in tournaments, like, I still – it's almost like Simone or Navas. That's kind of what I'm feeling like. Um, in tournaments? Yeah. Depending uh, – I mean, depending what you use at forward. Yeah. Like, I guess if you're using, no, like, three Spanish forwards, then don't – I wouldn't say that. I, would, no, I wouldn't say that just because – like, there's a good chance he scores you only 10. What if that's not enough in, in the tournament? Oh, you're talking Simone? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, he's a good play, but, but like, another goalie could score 16, 18, and it might be hard for him to do that. No, yeah, I'm saying, like, Navas is... Oh, is, sorry. I'm, is, yeah, the I'm other, a, is the other guy I would go to. Oh, um... Yeah... Uh, if you don't have any Japan players in your lineup, uh, definitely play some Neuer too. I would. <clears throat> Neuer, okay, yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, it's like I would want to play. Like, I just would hate to lose. You'd hate to lose if Neuer scores twenty and Simon scores ten or twelve or something. I don't know. If you play multiple lineups, I w- I'm usually going to play some of the other favorite keeper as well. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean. Cash, pretty easy. How are we going to win the tournament? That's another question. Uh, um, I almost think like getting... Fade Kimmich. Getting a couple Canada pieces, I think, is something I want to do just based off of the Belgium lineup and kind of how they're playing. Yep. I like that. I mentioned I, I like Jonathan David. Uh, those... Some of those 4K guys you mentioned are fine too. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Other, um, I mentioned you know fading Kimmich. Um, that would be for someone like uh, Musiala. You know, been in great form. Um, yeah, Musiala is the cheapest of all those guys, by the way. So that has yeah. to be mentioned. Yeah. Um, probably want to play him. I mean. Did you see what Jude Bellingham 
did. I mean, that, that was unfortunate too, because he should have been, he should have been a great play, but then every, everyone else smashed and then Taremi got lucky, but yeah. Any, anyways, Bellingham was the star of the show. Yeah. Um, we talked about Spain, Manchester city earlier while Spain don't have the Erling Holland or, or the goal efficiency that Manchester city have. I mean, there's, there's a chance that, you know, they win four nil, they get four goals. So like you can just stack a few of those guys and hope that, that that's the route uh, that wins it. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I like, well, sorry. What did you say? Stack Spain? Stack, yeah, stack Spain. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think that's a great call for tournaments. Yeah. Granted, they do have the highest implied total, but it's not like Still, people just don't like to do that stuff. I mean, there's it's other not like no one stands and... out though, because there's not like an Mbappe on this slate or anything. Right? Like that. They, they, not... Spain have a bunch of guys that people don't like to roster. Well, the pub. Well, a lot of these people don't know anything about these guys, though. Right, but I mean, like the non-public, which is more than half the field. You know? Yeah, yeah. People don't love playing Morata and Tor. All of them, actually. Whoever starts for Spain, I don't know. I almost think the German guys will be more more popular than the Spain guys in tournaments. Yeah, I think – I don't know. On this slate, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, what usually happens too is, you know, the popularity sort of goes down at, from one game to the second game to the third game on these staggered slates. Yeah, though I, don't know. I, th- I think De Bruyne will be the most popular player. Um, yeah, I, I would be I would, above him. Yeah, he's got to be right. Yeah, yeah, he definitely will be. Yeah, so looking at Spain, looking at I do something like this, uh, Buchanan or Atacugbe with uh, David or Davies, or you know, Davies is expensive, so I wonder how popular he's going to be. So maybe a, a decent tournament look like again, he's listed as a defender, he plays this is not your Bayern Munich, Alfonso Davies, possible set pieces possible PK and he plays in an attacking role. So, uh, so when you look at the 7,500 listed as a defender, uh, it's because he is basically a forward. So, right. Yeah. That's a good thing to bring up. I like, I like him for tournaments for sure. Yeah. All right. I think, I think that's all we got here. Uh, before we go, we got the France and Australia lineups, pretty much no changes here. Uh, how do you think this, this match is going to go? Uh, I mean, we we already mentioned all the Mbappe Griezmann talk, but do you think France are just going to romp here, or did the uh, Saudi Arabia uh, Argentina game throw throw you off the the giant favorites? Mm. Yeah, sort of what we said yesterday about maybe wanting to fade France at some point, and it's not here. Like uh, I don't three nothing France is is sort of what I'm thinking, so, something along those lines. I know you. I know you think Australia might score. I, I, I could see it. Um, they just don't really have much of an attack. But okay. you've obviously I mean, never seen Matthew Leckie play with. Yeah. Okay. Mitchell Maybe I'll be proved Dugan. wrong. I don't know. Like I didn't think. You're right. I didn't think Saudi Saudi Arabia was going to do that. You know, there's been a lot of surprises already, and uh, wouldn't shock me if Australia get a penalty kick somehow either. I'm just looking through the ages of all these guys. Seven of Australia's starters are at least 29 years old, including five of their six attacking players. Um, but I will, I will say for Australia, 
Uh, I think Hrustich, he, he's coming off an injury, plays in Serie A, maybe their best player, but he's not starting. So that was that was one of the reasons why I would actually yeah, uh, like Australia yeah, a little more, but he is on the bench. France so. are dealing with some injuries, I guess, and sort of mm-hmm. a different midfield than they've had recently. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Go Dembele. Go Dembele. All right, there you go. Uh, that's who Ryan's going to captain. But to use this cheat yeah, It's not even necessarily about that. I just – I got some chances in – I think I'll have some chances in the main slate if Dembele does anything. I know I have one Dembele, but I don't know what else is in that lineup. But, yeah, anyways, anyway, this, yeah. Has been, this has been, uh, what is it, Wednesday's. Discussion on Wednesday's three-game slate for the World Cup at DraftKings. You can find Ryan at Ryan Belangi. I am at Roto Zadroik. You can find all RotoWire stuff at RotoWire Soccer on Twitter. If you're, if you're not subscribed yet, RotoWire.com slash Soccer trial, free 10-day trial. Again, we're getting a lot of new viewers on this. Uh, this cheat sheet, I mean, I know it's on the screen and everything on YouTube, but it has all of these. It has for all the slates. Like, you can use this cheat sheet. You can get it for the showdowns. Uh, you can use it for everything. So, there you go. Good luck to everyone. We'll be back. I think actually uh, Jack Burkhart's going to be on the show tomorrow. Uh, so you guys will be back tomorrow for talk on, wow, Thanksgiving. Talk on the Thanksgiving slate. So we're already there. But all right, Ryan, good luck. Good luck, everyone. And we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, good luck, everybody. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.